0: Welcome to Breaking Through, a mental health conversation with Colorado kids and we're having a very real conversation today about mental health impacts on our youth and their peers and the people that they care about. I'm Kim Posey with FOX 31 and Channel 2 News and we are joined by five young people and a professional counselor today and we are going to make a few quick introductions and Deja
1: would you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Deja, I'm 14 years old, I'm from Southwest Denver.
2: Hi, I'm Zane. I'm 14 years old and I'm from the Springs.
3: Uh, hi, I'm and I'm 15 years old and I'm from Domingo.
2: Hi, I'm Evan. I'm 19. I'm from Larimer County. I'm
4: Jessica. I'm 18. I'm um, from Aurora. Okay, and Camille, tell us about yourself. Camille Harding and I'm the Division Director for Community Be- Behavioral Health with the state of Colorado and I've practiced as a licensed professional counselor for a long time.
0: All right, Camille, thank you. and. Uh, Children's Mental Health Awareness Day is actually May 9th and this year the focus is on suicide prevention and breaking down the stigma around mental health. Unfortunately, um, we have some bad numbers here in our state and I want to share the statistic with you just so that we can talk about it. And suicide is the leading cause of death for Coloradans 10 to 24 years old. And that's really sad to hear. And I'm wondering if this is something that you learn about in your school, if you have heard about this and how it impacts your school community. Kian?
3: Um, So in school, they don't actually teach us about it directly. In any core class, it's an elective. There's only one elective class that actually goes over it. However, it has come up a lot in school because we had recently uh, quite a few suicides. We had three in eighth grade and one of like a 20 year old and one of a, we had a school counselor and actually a teacher as well, uh, killed themselves. So every time it happened, we had a lot of like community meetings and the whole school was going through it, talking about, oh, this is what happens. This is like where you need to go if you need help. And it was like, it seemed like it did come up a lot when it actually happened.
0: I'd imagine that is hard to go through. Zane, you had something similar?
2: For me, when it came up a lot is, so my sixth grade year at my old school, there was actually two best friends that committed suicide two weeks from each other. The reason why the second person committed suicide is because she had no one to talk with. She was lonely and she felt like no, just no one cared. So that's when I realized we had a huge problem.
0: And this is really, as a parent, terrifying to me to think that there are these young people who think that that would be an answer and don't know that there is help and a way to get through that. Camille, what would you say to families when this comes up in their communities? How do they handle this with their children?
4: Yeah, so a couple of things, it's both talking about it with your kids, and then um, also, I think within a school environment, it, there is this factor of that's known as contagion, where you'll see groups of kids that are in similar um, community environments that may have other risk factors that also will attempt. And, and one of the things that I think is really important within a, a community or a school environment is raising that floor, so that's not the, answer and it's not a commonplace sort of event or occurrence and you wanna raise the floor where what what is common is really talking about it and putting those supports around kids and youth so that that they can have the
0: conversation and reach out as well as adults. So what do you think is going on uh, with young people, Deja, that they do turn to this and don't know that there is help?
1: So I think there's a lot of determining factors that lead people to think that's the option. But the major reason I personally believe is the lack of resources in schools and just that lack of action. A lot of people think that, well, I feel that it is kind of accepted now. It's like a normal thing for reoccurring suicides and just increase of suicides. And it is not okay. It should not be tolerated. Those those students or whoever it is should have that resource. And I think that that's that's the, the key point, the focus where you should take to stop and prevent rather than just bringing that topic to the table and addressing it but not really acknowledging it or just acknowledging it in general. From experience, I have not uh, had any suicides at my school but when it's like by learning about it from news outlets and just it's all over the place it's occurring every like it's very often and that shows how it is a major issue that needs to be addressed it should not be ignored it should not be pushed aside for any reason budgeting should be addressed for that there should be actions for that not to just like say oh this is happening
0: um, Camille. How do we talk to our children when this has happened in our communities? And I assume that it would be different for different age groups.
4: Absolutely, right? Obviously talking to um, young kiddos, elementary age, uh, the conversation's different than than an adolescent and you wanna make sure that you're not of putting sort of your fears upon them, right? What only increases anxiety for kiddos, but you wanna ask them, right? How are you doing? What's stressful for you? Uh, what are you understanding about what's happening? Um, Cause kids are exposed to lots of different things and I know they pick up on things that you think that they're not hearing, but they are. Um, so what are you hearing? How are you doing? Check in with them and be curious um, and have those conversations at the dinner table, right? Like uh, I think, What's the best thing that happened to you today? What was the most stressful thing that happened to you today? Um, is a way to sort, have that conversation across the course of time and, and continue to have that.
5: I do want to give a little credit to our parents and educators because I don't think we necessarily have teenagers and kids. We don't make it easy to notice who's having the problems. Like, We all live at such an escalated level with our generation when we're all at a 10 all the time. It's like looking at a flock of pigeons and trying to pick out the most nervous one. There's some of us that come from higher risk factors, whether that's a minority sexuality group or a minority race or a minority religion or whatever else, not to make generalizations, but there are factors you can look at to try to see who's struggling, but it really just comes down to communicating with each kid and each culture.
6: Well, for sure, I completely agree with that, with the culture, the minorities, just because coming from like a first generation and knowing my Hispanic culture, it's not talked upon, it's frowned upon to have some sort of mental health issue or to kill yourself or for whatever reason. And so first thing is just how to bring that, or try to take away some of that stigma in those cultures to create these conversations. Yes,
0: well, are you guys, what are your thoughts about people your age and are they truthful with their parents are they truthful with other adults
3: I think it depends a lot on the person some people seem to have very close and good relationships with their parents which they actually do work with and have like a trusting relationship with them and other people like them like their parents their parents could have a problem like being alcoholic or their parents could just not care and they just aren't very truthful at all with their parents yeah.
0: do you have friends who are secretive
3: definitely definitely
0: and what do you think could change that
6: Um, There's these things, I feel like not a lot of people know it, but they're like called mandate reporters. So, it's like teachers uh, have to report if you have any thoughts about uh, committing suicide or hurting yourself. And that, depending on the situation that they have with their family, it might hurt or harm. But having that there has definitely become a uh, great resource for peers and our friends and classmates and everybody, because it's giving us a way to help ourselves without intentionally helping yourself like without us doing in the beginning.
0: So I have a question for you. I think that a lot of parents are confused with some of the memes or the terms or the acronyms used in social media and perhaps sometimes I think that young people say oh well that's a joke. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about how you handle um, those kinds of things and when do you know that something is real and not a joke?
5: We it's hard because like I said, we live in a generation that's at a 10. So for us, it's a matter of, I guess, just knowing how serious the problem is in our language. Like when you see someone post a meme or say it once because something happened that day, it's a lot different for us than someone who's repeatedly in a dark place, repeatedly posting dark content. And I don't I think we think we know how to handle things better than we do, and I think we also sometimes do know how to handle things better than adults think, but peers and kids are taking care of each other and looking out for each other, and we usually won't bring it to the adults until we find a truly serious threat of suicide. So be willing when kids come to you, know that there is a problem. Know that when we say someone is suicidal, someone is suicidal, because better Mm -hmm. than anyone We know what the jokes look like. We know what the underbelly of our internet looks like. We know when a meme is just a meme because this is the language we've been taught that not necessarily all adults know. Mm
2: -hmm. What is the common language? You were saying you see a lot of... Like, acronyms, like, so. Like, if, like, I won't say my friend's name, but so. Like, if he gets in trouble, he'll say FMO or like other stuff like that, like KMS. Which stands for kill myself. Yeah. And like, yeah, Yeah. kill yourself. And so, like, they usually say that if, like, they're in trouble or, like, just like something bad. But, like, if you see something like, like some post, something like, I want to KMS because no one cares, that's when you know they're not joking around Mm -hmm. anymore.
0: Okay, so Camille, just quickly bring up Sure.
6: Um, usually the people who are having the hardest issues or facing the most things might not usually be posting these acronyms or mm-hmm. these things and they might just internalize everything so making sure paying attention to your peer to yourself to whoever it is when they're at an extent to that just noticing mm-hmm. their other symptoms that they face.
3: Yeah, it kind of okay. seems like people who are actually generally pretty normal and stable tend to be the ones who make things like that like oh my god, I have a bunch of homework, I'm going to kill myself. Like That's obviously a joke. and It seems like more when people never say it, when they actually say it, it's more impactful.
0: And Camille, what would you say to them as far as when they should take this to an adult? So
4: I think it's knowing yourself, and I think that's one of the challenges, is that when you start to get really overwhelmed, you're less likely to reach out for help, right? You start to sort of uh, circle and uh, don't, know when you've had enough pressure that you need to reach out, and so um, it's both having those trusted relationships with adults, having trusted um, relationships where those adults notice like, hey, something's different about you today, I've noticed that this has been going on for a few days, it's not just for a few hours, Um, but then also really checking in with yourself, right? How am I doing today? Do I need to talk to someone? Am I sleeping well? Um, And. Right, like knowing yourself and being aware of those internal cues is really important and it helps you clue into like, maybe I need to take a break or maybe I need to talk to someone.
1: All right. Yeah, I think social media from parents is viewed as something that's so bad. And that's not the truth. The tip of the iceberg is like all the bad stuff, but there's so much more underneath. And I think that even though there's so much like bad stuff on the media, encouraging certain mental illnesses to keep going, how it could still be used as something good. For example, parents could use the Internet to educate themselves on how to approach the talk of suicide or mental illnesses. It could also be used for like, people suffering from mental illnesses to reach that support, to meet new friends, to be part of a community where they receive the help. And like Jessica was talking about, some, sometimes media is used as to get therapy. And that mm-hmm. is okay. Some people don't want to go, like walk and go to the therapist, right? And the the availability of that and the media is is awesome. Oh, for sure. It shouldn't be, be found one upon. Of your your closest
6: friends, at least for our generation, it's our, it's our best friend, you know. Because if I'm having a bad day, I know, like a dad joke was uh, helped me, so I'll go Google one. I'm like, oh yeah, that's helping me feel better. Now that I kind of settled down and calmed down, now I can reach the point where let me talk to my mom, let me talk to the teacher, and. Let's Move forward with this. Issue. I yeah.
0: love it. The dad jokes make oh. you feel better. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us and sharing your experiences. It, I've learned a lot so I appreciate you being here and you can join us for the next episode of our series breaking through a mental health conversation with Colorado kids. And a reminder that the information shared here is general guidance. It is not meant to replace information from your own mental health provider. And if you need to talk to someone right away, just call the Colorado Crisis Services Hotline. That number is 1-844-493-8255, or you can text TALK to 38255.
5: This has been a production of Fox 31 and Channel 2 in cooperation with COACT Colorado, which sponsored this series.